you, you, you said that you had a suicidal or a self-destructive uh, uh, lifestyle. I just didn't want to be here. I didn't think I could do anything. I'm through with allowing you to have your corn stolen by your enemies and your wine and your supply robbed from you by defraud, by fraud. So I am raising up those that will utilize the power of a word of blessing. Welcome to Miracles Today, and we have with us Linda. Linda, I'm so glad you could come yeah. on the show today. I want to go right to, um, you, you, you said that you had a suicidal or a self-destructive uh, uh, lifestyle. Yes. Can we talk about that? Uh, yes. <laughs> okay. What started that? Oh, so I had self-esteem issues. Um, I was I was raped as a child and Whoa, molested. Okay, so and let's. I know that there's that's a lot of other stuff. I mean, I just I just didn't feel worth living. I just didn't want to be here. I didn't think I could do anything. I couldn't. This I was a. <laughs> I don't know how to even say all of it. It's just I just didn't feel worth being in this earth. How old were you when you were raped? Uh, well, it's, it's, I was raped more than once. And uh, I'd say the youngest, well, I was uh, 10. Um, and um, it's just generally, I'd, my, my father was very abusive too. And he, he always uh, brought me and my mother down and always uh, verbal abuse and, and physical abuse. Did you, did you, your parents end up in divorce? Yes, yes. But this was many years. This, I mean, this was after I, I had finally left the house and then I convinced my mother to leave the house. How old were you when you left? I was 16. And then what did you do at 16 years old to deal with that? I mean, 16's a baby. <laughs> well, I, uh, I almost dropped out of school, but I had a counselor teach, uh, uh, convinced me not to and I worked uh, part-time in Burger King and I just um, I did I did a lot of drugs <laughs> I where, had I, where did you live at 16 sweetheart I mean when you left home I, I found an apartment with uh, with my high school boyfriend you know we both lived together and then another friend from the school we just started living together in this apart this apartment together and I, we were all working in our little jobs to you know to pay bills and stuff and that eventually eventually broke up and um I went back home yeah and so you you said that you had su suicidal tendencies yes yes can you tell me about that well i i just my general lifestyle i mean i started smoking when i was 13 yeah. Like cigarettes. Yeah. Yeah. I just, you know, and, and I smoked sometimes just like pack a pack a day, you know, just 
and I mean, I'm, I'm 40 years old now. And oh, you look great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but I smoked for like 20, 27 years. My goodness. You know, and, and I, I drank, I drank like a fish. I mean, whatever, and whatever time I was not working or not doing something serious, you know, that I didn't think that I had to do, whatever time I had off, I would spend drinking or drugging or smoking or something, you know, and I think I think I even mentioned the promiscu promiscuous sex, yeah. too. I mean, I would just get so blown out of my mind. I would see something that looked good while I was drunk and, and take it home, you know, and just wake up wondering what I was doing. But, you know, it's, that was my lifestyle. That's just what I did. That's how I dealt with not dealing with things. So I that, didn't have the strength to deal like with a, anything. a way to just drown out the... Drown out the voices the, that I'm not good enough, There's that, that I can't, I will never make anything of myself, and all the just, the, the voices to just con condemn me every minute of the day. I just had to get away from them by drinking and doing whatever it is I could do to get away from it. So, yeah. Welcome back to Miracles Today, and we were sharing with Linda. Linda, when we left, we were on a, a pretty heavy note um, about the, uh, the rape and then the spiral through your life. Um, I'd like to go very quickly and I'd like you to share your heart um, with our viewers because I feel like you, you have something they, they need to hear. Can you do that for me? Yes. Um, I've heard about God before. And I've heard things that anytime I've ever seen someone who was so-called saved, they walked around just in judgment of people. and. And they seem to have such hard hearts that I didn't want to be saved. I didn't want to be a Christian. I came in contact with this ministry uh, going into IMI, and I learned what a real Christian was supposed to be like. The love from them flows like God's love. They love everyone they meet. They change the lives of everyone that they come in contact with because you could just see God's love in them. So don't let anybody tell you that God doesn't work. And don't look at some Christians and see the manifestation of how God doesn't work, because that's not God. God is what works. God really brings joy into your life. He brings healing into your body, into your mind doesn't matter what I've ever been through because I know God loves me that's all gone that's past that's not even that's not even a part of my life anymore it's just I'm so different now and it's because of God and, and you have to you have to let him try you have to give him a chance to change your life because he can change it so wonderfully so beautifully forever you know Linda we're gonna um, go now to God's prophet of performance, Dr. Christian Harfouche, our teacher, uh, our International Miracle Institute mentor, yes. our, you know, and <laughs> we're going to hear him teach and preach and, 
and and um, I know that's like my favorite thing to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and probably yours in a lot of ways. My favorite time. Awesome. <laughs> Let's go do that. That's great. Wow. You've got to harvest, and it's harvest time, and no animal thief is going to steal from you the harvest heaven has for you. My God, before you leave here today, and you're leaving in a few minutes, before you leave here this morning, before you come back tonight, God is going to release a word that he will never renege on. He will never call back. It is the word of appointment and a word of destination. It is a word of manifestation in your life. No animal is going to steal and no thief is going to steal your produce because it's harvest time. I'm watching and praying. Write this down. <laughs> you see, watchmen over watchmen over your walls. They also tell you what you should open the doors of the city to. The watchman over there in the east. What's coming? Oh, it's a huge caravan with the name of the Lord on it. <laughs> Watchman, you writing? It's, it's the Hebrew word shamar or shamar, however you want to. It's spelled S H A. M-A-R or S-H-A-W-M-A-R. <clears throat> it literally means to hedge about like a hedge of thorns. That's what that word means. What is a hedge of thorns? That's a hedge that you don't want to run into. 
We are thankful for a watchman. Huh? It's a hedge. It's like a hedge of thorns. A guard like a hedge of... That's his concordance definition now. What's a hedge of thorns? You don't want to run into it. It is protecting you. So the watchman must be also empowered by the one who, or the watchmen must be empowered by the one who has called them to be watchmen. Or else they would not resemble a repellent hedge. Are you here? So your enemy looks and he doesn't want to run into that. Guard. Guard, it means guard. Literally means guard. Protect. Attend. They protect the people of God. We found out how. With the word. We found out why. Because they see things from an elevated perspective. Why do they talk different? We said they talk different than everybody else. Well, guess why? They see things differently than everybody else. Which is good for you. They, they, they guard. And then they, they protect. They attend. They attend. They keep. They keep. They keep. They observe. They preserve. They reserve. And they save. It's what a watchman is. That means deliver. Deliverance. Preservation. Protection. And being shielded. And then deliverance from anything that does not resemble what God has in store for you. Things that some are struggling with, you will not struggle with this week. And never again. Things that somebody here might have been diagnosed with, you will not have after this week. And never again.
the stuff that some people have been through that you're still trying to walk out of will be history this week. The things you've been seeing in measure with fuzziness and haziness you will see with clarity and accuracy this week. The level that some of you have known God called you to and you have not enjoyed you're going to be lift up and caught up to this week. The limitations are leaving your life this week. There will be no limitations in your life this week. Are you here? Yes. Are you listening? Yes. Here God said, I'm giving you watchmen and they're going to preach it and declare it and proclaim it because I'm through with allowing you to have your corn stolen by your enemies and your wine and your supply robbed from you by defraud by fraud so I am raising up those that will utilize the power of a word of blessing those that have these spiritual eyes of prophetic vision and they will not only guard you but they will guard your destination and they will declare my promises to me until I establish you as a praise in the earth and you are now living not in a day of week of celebration but you're living in an hour when you will gather it and eat it you will gather it and drink it no longer will you tolerate theft what used to be gone will return this is the hour of your harvest this is the time of your blessing this is the day this is the day that the Lord has made We're here with Dr. Christian Harfouche and uh, Christian, I, I was just um, stunned and, and touched uh, by that uh, just tender testimony of Linda at the beginning where her life was bent on self-destruction and she was constantly contemplating suicide. And then she became an International Miracle Institute student and God, you know, made her to understand that destroying herself is not what she should be doing. Yes, yes. You know what is powerful about the Word of God, His message to us, is that He's a God of restoration. And He's a God of courage. And so often when you are in a uh, life that is pressured you and pressed you 
and circumstances that have opposed the hope and the initiative that you had as a child growing up, which we all had, looking for that which is good, expecting the positive things of life to happen to us. And when life seems to contradict those childhood expectations or maybe maybe suffocate them uh, when a child is being brought up in the middle of conflict and contradiction. Then the individual begins to steep into this place of, uh, of being a victim in their thoughts uh, uh, instead of a victor. They begin to feel like there's nothing I could do. They begin to feel like uh, life will never change and they start feeling defensive instead of, uh, uh, instead of bold, instead of firm, instead of expectant. And so life becomes uh, less desirable for them. And of course, spirits of destruction try to get a hold of people during those vulnerable times uh, of their lives. This is why God's word to us is not maybe or possibly. It's not even yes and no. God's word for us is yes. When he uh, extends an invitation like the Spirit of God is doing worldwide today, he's not discriminating in any way, form or fashion between uh, a male or a female or a person uh, because of their culture or the background or their age. Um, he's not looking for just the wealthy or the educated. He's inviting everyone from every walk of life to come and become part of his target to be, so that you could be targeted and overcome and overtaken by the blessing of God. He wants to take that desire to escape the circumstance and make it so inferior to your desire to exercise authority and dominion over the circumstance uh, because you trust in the Lord and His Word for you. He wants to take everything that will tempt you to be afraid and show it to you in the form that it really is a defeated, powerless force and uh, reveal to you the true desires of your heart that may have been forgotten, may have been uh, stagnant, or may have been buried beneath all of these things that have happened. And then when that thing begins to blossom through the teachings of the International Miracle Institute in your life, and you no longer look at anything in life as more powerful, the Word of God said, greater is He that is in you than he that is in the world. Nothing in this life can cause you to accept uh, being victimized or being dominated. It can actually just become a stepping stone for your ability to release your dominion and authority in the name of Jesus. And you will begin to love life and expect good things and you'll refrain your lips from speaking evil and you'll not expect a wrong to happen to you. You will face it as an alien and you'll drive it out. You'll never be the same because of the power of the Word of God. Well, you know, the, the authority uh, teaching in International Miracle Institute, yes. um, 
will change anyone. And, and you are listening to me right now and you may be overcome with fear. You may have dealt with suicide. I'm telling you from a place of knowing yes. inside myself and also learning that the International Miracle Institute's teaching on authority will teach you who you are in Christ and what dominion you have over the works of darkness. And you need to right now take that initial step. You, you may be in a state of being paralyzed right now in your, in your spiritual walk or your emotional state of mind. But if you take that initial action, instead of reacting, you act. You go to the phone right now and you say, I want to be one of those 400,000 miracle yes. workers yes. who understand who they are in Christ Jesus and what authority they have over the works of darkness. Join me again next time for more happy endings and new beginnings. <laughs>